Shopware Unplugged is proudly sponsored by Ergonode, modern open-source PIM for the digital transformation era. Ergonode empowers teams which enrich, manage and distribute the product catalogs. Find out more at ergonode.com. This episode is sponsored by Shopworks e-commerce, a global top 10 shopware enterprise partner. Go to shopworks.nl and challenge us to push your boundaries in e-commerce. Welcome to Shopware Unplugged, episode 18. Hi everybody, uh, today uh, I'm having Sander with me and we're not recording remotely. I think it's the first Shopware Unplugged that we're recording physically and you are the first guy who's recording physically. So I it's am a big honored. I'm in the, in the huge Shopware Unplugged studios. They're, they're huge. It's it's a massive here. I love it. Uh, yeah, we are just in a small in a small conference, <laughs> but uh, physically we are recording uh, during uh, Shopware United Days, uh, which happens in Poland in in strict office so Sander just came and it's a good opportunity to uh, to record so Sander can you say like few words um, you know what what you're doing in shopware what you're responsible for uh, in shopware sure yeah I I'm part of the global market uh, development market development team it's, it's quite a name uh, and, and basically we're, we're trying to go with shopware into new markets so anything beyond I think like Germany, Netherlands, UK, Poland of course is, is a strong focus market, Italy as well, but but for example the US or Denmark or any of those other markets where, where Shopper doesn't have such a strong focus yet, but we do have uh, uh, partners that are enthusiastic about the product. We're, we're trying to move into that market, do some, do some presence, do some brand marketing, and most of all, make sure that we create a partner network, both agencies as well as technology partners. So it's a huge challenge because yeah, like Shopware like is dominating the German market, yeah, Dach region. Yeah. So it's always tough to leave, uh, you know, your home sweet home, a sweet spot where you control everything. Go to green field of Poland yeah. and and start uh, and start from uh, and start from zero. So how does it look like now? Which which of the markets outside of uh, Germany is the strongest and the most important for Shopware? Poland, of course. You know, yeah, I know Poland. you're Poland because you're in Poland. <laughs> you want people like them. Yeah. yeah, of course. So, so I think. But seriously, I think looking in terms of of sheer volume, the US is just such an interesting market. Um, it's, you know, it's it's massive. They're doing way more e-commerce than than Europe is doing. So obviously, one the piece of that pie. But but then again, it's a huge market. There's a lot of competition. Very high expectations from from the companies that are operating there. So it's a tough market as well. Um, Having said that, it's something that we definitely want to focus on, definitely something that we want to build a bigger presence. Um, but yeah, taking it step by step. So now we're, we're working together with, um, I think, three partners from the top of my mind. We're doing some shared webinars with them, some shared marketing, trying to see if we can get traction in, in, in a certain niche, right? Not to go too broad and then and then start focusing on that, identifying the crucial integrations that you need, right? Because I think that's what 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 makes it so hard for e-commerce. E-commerce isn't just your platform, it's 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 an interconnected web of, yes, of payments, shipments, search, and so on. So so we can be there, but if if the integrations aren't there, guess what? Nobody's gonna use us. 
So, so I think we're we're seeing the the the, the need for a strong ecosystem in the market that we're moving to, and, and we're focusing heavily on that. Yeah. So, so it's I mean, for me, it's almost like unbelievable job that needs to be done because then you need what like hundreds of integrations in states, hundreds of integrations in Poland, hundreds of integrations in Italy. Everyone yeah. has, you know, some specific marketing automation, logistics, something else. So what is the, 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 the main idea how to achieve it? So. I think in general, so, so you're right, there, there are literally thousands of integrations out there. But in general, you're, you're seeing like a short tail of very popular integration, right? So in Poland, Allegro, right? Yeah. That's what you True. need to, to integrate with. And the same goes for payments. That's all also the same payment method. Maybe maybe you need also some PayPal credit card, but those are already there. Uh, for shipping, probably again, the same thing. The same goes in, in the US, for, for example, for payments. You need to have authorized.net. It's a must. Uh, we all know it as that weird module that we saw in this other platform always, and we tried to deinstall it. But apparently in the US, everybody uses it, yeah. right? So that's one. Then another one is, for example, shipments. Now we can go to FedEx and say, hey, we want an integration, or we, we're talking to you know, maybe Shipper HQ or ShipStation, and they might be able to help us there. So what we're trying to do is to identify the clusters of integrations that in a certain vertical or in a certain industry might be popular, and then index heavily on, on, those, on those integrations. And ultimately, it's also the partners that help us there, right? Because they'll find the, they'll find the clients, the clients need the integrations, and then we're starting to develop it. And I think that's the beauty of open source, right? Where, where given that they can build those integrations, uh, they will be built because there's money to be made. If not from the integration, then from the projects that you get through those integrations. Okay, and do you have partners who are like approaching shoppers saying, we see you as a you know uh, platform that is growing some you know someone who will be important on the market very soon and we want to uh, integrate or it's more opposite that you have to approach those uh, new markets new uh, partners and hey there is a, a shopware from germany that is big in germany yeah. and will be big in this country soon i mean i think it's a mix of both so i think shopware is currently growing through through personal networks, whether that be Ben com coming on board by Marx and, and, and sharing that on his LinkedIn and a lot of people reading that, or, or me going to you know Poland and people reading that that I previously worked with in other industries, they might go, oh, hey, the, sh the shopper, that's something I, I should be looking into, right? So I think that the personal network that we have within shopper and within the wider ecosystem is what makes it grow. And then, partners that might read that or potential partners that might read that, they would come out and say, look, I've, I've been hearing all about this new shopware. Tell me what it is. And I think we're, we're at a good point because um, I think there there is no dominant platform out there anymore. Mm -hmm. The ones that were there are now either moving up market, down market, what have you. Shopify is is growing is growing a lot, but I think in a certain segment, and I think a lot of agencies will find that there isn't a lot of money to be made with Shopify. So they might uh, they might start looking for open source alternatives as well. So I think we're in a good position where we can offer this this very robust open source solution for the for the SMB market for the mid market, uh, and I think I think partners will start to find us for that.
Mm-hmm. I mean, we had some discussion, whatever, before, yeah, and you mentioned that you believe there will, uh, we will never ever have a dominant again, yeah, that yeah. the market. Yeah. Uh, the days of Magenta One are long gone, right? The, the what was it, like 60, 70% market share, or whatever they had, like a ridiculous number. That's not going to happen again. We're just too fragmented. And I think it also speaks to the maturity of e-commerce that there are just so many unique business models out there, so many unique opinions on, on how e-commerce should behave that it's just hard to encapsulate that all in, in one solution. So I think it's all about finding your niche and then making sure you're the best partner out there in that niche. Yeah. And what about SaaS? Aren't you afraid like Shopify can finally become whatever dominant and have, well, of course, it's never going to be 70%, but at least like 30, 40% uh, is enough to be just uh, the, the only choice. If you look at Amazon, yeah, Amazon is also yeah. unbelievably strong uh, and somehow dominates some, some markets. Yeah, it's it's a it's a frightful and bleak future that turns out to be the the case. But I do believe that that like Shopify and Amazon, they do offer some value. Uh, I also think at the same time people will find that um, they're eventually in it just for their own revenue and for their own for their own profit margins, right? We've we've heard this time and time again with Amazon where where someone might be selling in their vertical and Amazon comes in with their Amazon basics and just destroys competition, absolutely mm-hmm. destroys competition. And I think that should be something that people remember that if Amazon is your only sales channel or your dominant sales channel, mm-hmm. that is not a solid foundation for, for an e-commerce operation. That, that is very dangerous. I think that is something that people need to need to start realizing. I think the same with, with Shopify. At the end of the day, Shopify is catering to the common denominator, and I think it's a great solution if you are a small, a very small merchant with a couple of products, right? It's a nice solution. If you are getting into D2C as a as a manufacturer, you want to sell directly to your customers. It's a nice enough solution. But once you start to see big volumes, big transactional volumes, big, big product volumes, it becomes inhibitedly expensive. The, the fees become higher, the, the, the limitations are, are crippling your, your operation. So I, I think in the long run, it isn't a good alternative for something that, that open source can offer and that is the, the room to grow. Yeah. So what do you think, how this domination will affect agencies then? Uh, you have an experience working for different agencies, you know, yeah. not even working with them, but really being inside. So the agencies will also, uh, we, we will see end of like um, monolith agencies implementing only one solution. They should also go and implement Shopify, Shopware, Magento and something and else I, just I, to choose. Or I think we're already seeing that, but I think we're seeing that in a different way. I mean, it's hard to not notice how many mergers and, and takeovers there are of agencies all throughout Europe and, and the US, right? We're seeing big groups existing. And I think that's that's their answer to, to this new trend where you need to do different disciplines to not have an agency do multiple platforms, but have a group that has agencies with these multiple uh, uh, platform skills, let's say, because it's very hard if you're a if you're a shopware agency to also do Shopify or if you're a Magento to also do uh, BigCommerce because just the, the, the skills and the thinking behind it is just so completely different. 
uh, your your whole systems around that. It's 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 such a different ballgame. I think it's hard to marry those two. Yeah. Not saying it's impossible, right? If if you find solu- uh, if you find solutions that are relatively similar, like for example Magento and Shopware, those can be quite complementary because in the essence it's the same. It's it's a piece of PHP code that you have to get on the server. There has to be some DevOps done, but ultimately, you know, let's be honest, it's pretty much the same. So the knowledge is fairly transferable, I think, between those platforms, and I think that'll work. Okay, and uh, what do you think? Because I also noticed recently, like especially in the UK, you have more and more consultants. Yeah, um, at least we've been approached a few times uh, recently by consultants who are coming and saying, "Yeah, we have this and this customer, yeah. Yeah, and we're looking for an agency." <clears throat> so the, uh, that's my like theory: that the customers cannot handle this variety of different platforms and they have a bigger, bigger problem to decide which way should I go, like Shopware, Shopify, Magento, this is good. Some people say that's good. So um, do you think that this is also the consequence that uh, there is more space for consultants who can help you choose out of this huge uh, choice of of platforms? I think, again, it speaks to the majority of of e-commerce and I think it's not just space for consultants. I think it's becoming a must. I think it's, it's, you know, you're not just dealing with the, the, the platform choice, you're dealing with a complex and often aging application landscape that needs to be integrated with a new platform. You might not just be looking at, at replacing your e-commerce platform, but also maybe your product information, information management system. Um, there is a migration, there are some change management within the organization because your, your marketing lady grew up to be a marketing manager that is now, you know, having a merchandiser, having a content writer and so on. These people need to be trained. And a consultant, I think a good one is in the unique position of having worked with with many clients and having that broader perspective of e-commerce and understanding also the intricacies of of supply chain, for example, right? How do you manage that? Or at least how do you fit that into the whole picture? I think, like I said, it's it's e-commerce is becoming more and more mature and it's it's trying to encapsulate more and more business processes. And I think for that, you you need a consultant. You can't be just a CEO trying to fix this uh, himself or herself. And how do you think uh, open source fits into it? Because yeah, you see the current trend is more like, you know, cloud, SaaS, uh, so people don't want to really handle all these challenges of yeah. uh, servers, updating, making sure that everything is, uh, you know, secured uh, properly. Yeah. Uh, so aren't we in the position where, you know, it's a little bit end of open source era versus, uh, and just it, it's bit the beginning of, of SaaS cloud? Yeah, so, so I think there there is a there is a place for both. And I think SaaS SAS is something you should consider if you don't want to deal with the challenges and if it's not part of your core competence, right? So if I have a web shop, I probably don't want to build a very, very robust search engine myself because there are a lot of offerings out there and they are probably more than enough. At the same time, my the, the e-commerce platform I'm using is, is highly impacting the way I run my operations. So for me personally, I would want that open source because I want to be able to go in and change the process if needed. On top of that, I'll build that uh, SaaS search engine or, or whatever. 
And again, for for example, for product information management, right? Um, I might decide to to just have some product information management. I'm coming from Excel. I don't really want to do anything anything fancy or whatsoever. I have one person maintaining it. I might look at a, I don't know, a sales layer that, that is basically Excel on steroids. That's fine. But if you really want a more robust solution where you can, you know, change a little bit the data, where you can have converters, where you you can actually have different roles and that kind of stuff, I think an ergonomic is more in place as a as an open source solution. So again. But, but if I, I am the tiny, tiny, tiny merchant, Ergonaut is probably a bit too powerful for me. Yeah. So, so I think I think it's it's always out weighing what you want to invest in, right? Because it doesn't make sense to make everything open source because then you're just, just it never ends. <laughs> There's always something to build. At the same True. time, some stuff, your core competence, the core, the, the pillars of your organization, that's something that you want to keep in control. Okay. And how does Shopware fits into it? Especially like if you look at Gartner, because yeah, people are excited mm. about Gartner, but like what I saw, which was a big surprise for me that like commerce tools, which were a year before just presented and they get a lot of like uh, points and a lot of just power because of their architecture. This year it was clearly said, you know, just architecture cannot be, you know, uh, the only thing you can, uh, you can work on. You must work on the real, you know, uh, innovation. Yeah. So how do you think Shopware will move on the mm, on this magic quadrant? Yeah, uh, looking at I mean you are with Shopware, so you probably know more about some upcoming things. Then of course this is my question to to ask you a little bit in a sneaky way to find out what's coming. But how do where, how do you think Shopware will move on this uh, on this magic quadrant? Uh, um, yeah, uh, graph. That's a good question. So I think. It's a tough one. So I think there are some challenges there, right? So for example, right now, something, I mean, at the end of the day, Gartner is just, it, it's it's not, it's not a, a it's, it's not the point of true, yeah? It's just, yeah, just a exactly. kind of. It's, it's an opinion by a consultancy firm yeah. on what's, what e-commerce should look like. And while I think they have some good points, I also think they, Try, tend to skim over some points and they're also biased towards very big operations, right? They're, they're not writing for for a local, I don't know, pipe manufacturer that yeah. wants to sell to the city. They they are they are talking about the Coca-Cola's, the North Face and so on. So I, I think they're, they're, that's something you need to keep in mind. And, and they're, what they're saying is, first of all, you should be microservice oriented and it should be all about uh, composable commerce. The, those are the two things that they now identify as absolutely critical. And I would, I would argue that microservices aren't necessarily a, a critical component of architecture, at least not on our level. I think service-oriented architecture is important, right? Something that we see in a lot of platforms, including uh, Shopware, where we have the API endpoints. We are able to disable a certain uh, core module of Shopware and replace it with another service, right? So search, I don't need to use a Shopware search if I don't want to, I can easily in integrate something else. So, so again, if Shopper wants to move up uh, in the magic quadrant, they might be 
constraint to go the, the, the microservice way. And I think that would be a detriment to, to all the merchants that are now using it in the, in the SMB space, because you know as well as I do, they won't be able to even host that thing, let alone, yeah, let alone maintain it. So I think, I think Gartner is, is, is a nice tool to get a bit of an understanding of what is out there. I don't think they should be seen as the oracle of truth. And at the same time, I don't think it is something wrong to be, for example, a niche player instead of a, you know, whatever is in the top right <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. So I think in terms of the completeness of vision, it's definitely something where where I think Shopper can, can still uh, uh, bolster its, its offering in terms of tooling around the wider range of e-commerce operations, order management, product management, uh, supply chain and so on. So I think there, there's an opportunity to either offer products or make sure our ecosystem is offering the right products. Because at the end of the day, we're an open source company. We shouldn't be doing this all ourselves. We have a wonderful ecosystem that can do it much better than yeah. we can. Uh, I, I'm more active because I believe on the other side that you know having an open source uh, solution where you uh, allow people to access everything that brings a lot of you know innovation you know, that people yeah. will come up with some great ideas and uh, they are not like limited with SaaS where they can only do specific things but yeah. they've got a platform they can adjust and do some crazy projects yeah, some some exactly. some new solutions some 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 big innovations okay. so in, in, in some way, yeah, I agree. Gartner is just a Gartner opinion, and I hope that uh, Shopware will never go just because to be in a better position on the Gartner to do to do some stuff. But uh, yeah, I believe that uh, Gartner is missing a part that open source in some way means innovation. It means like uh, being very open for crazy project that someone will whatever make a um, shop in refrigerator yeah, and he might use Shopware because it's open yeah. and he can customize it, he can really exactly. rebuild it. And uh, having a Shopify might be immediately limited by, uh, yeah. by everything. So so from that uh, from that point, I was more like thinking about it. So, yeah. But yeah, you're right. That's, uh, Gartner opinion is the one thing. We've done few projects with microservices. You need to have a huge team. Uh, there are big advantages. Yeah, it's, it's super nice when you change something. And big problems. <laughs> yeah, when you change small thing and it's a microservice and you yeah. just deploy just this microservice yeah, and you don't have to test all the platform, just the service, you know, it's working. But That's on the other hand, it's like, you know, juggling having a lot of lot of things you are uh, you are working or you are putting together. Okay, yeah. the, the, la the last question is like, we know each other from, from Shopware United, yeah, yeah. The, the, the community project, the association that helps uh, to build, uh, to build, uh, to build the community. What did you like last year with Shopware United that we've done? What was the like the most important thing from your perspective with um, Shopware United, some significant uh, achievements uh, so, or some trends that you see that are very positive? So I think Shopware United in itself is, isn't necessarily, you know, it's, it, it's a means to an end. Yep. And I think today is already already something that we can celebrate, right? Because from from setting up this, this or from from trying to manage this ragtag group of people that were ranting about how we didn't like the completely German community of shopware yeah, to true. going to a an English-based shopware community, uh, doing an event in Poland with with what like 
300 subscribers or something like that. Exactly, uh, 303, I think, was at the, the peak. We had like 190 listeners, and like that. that is massive, and that is showing the need for an organization like Shopper United, and not not in that Shopper United organizes, but the fact that Shopper United managed to give a platform, find the right agencies, uh, right in this case Strix and, and their partners to, to actually run this, expose this to the to the Polish community. I think that that is already showing that Shopper United makes a lot of sense. I, I, I truly hope that this is a wake up call for, for anyone in, in the market where they are like, wait, I, I think I can make Shopper a success in this market. I, and it doesn't have to be a country, it can be just a region or a province, right? Exactly. So if, if someone in, in, I don't know, Southern Germany, where we don't have enough shops, thinks like, hey, I want to run a Shopper United event, you know, reach out, tell us that you, that you want support and, and we'll be gladly to support. Uh, wherever it is, we 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 hope that that this can be a template for for future successes. So I think I think what what was done here is is definitely yeah. that's true. Also, looking at the you know the, the beginning, the first discussion, first meetings were very chaotic. Just trying <laughs> to figure out like what we could do, what we should do, what we shouldn't do. Yeah, coming to the point where at least I see that we start to gain some traction. Yeah, and yeah. I feel we start to move the right way, and we start to see what's working, what's not, what's good for, yeah. for uh, for community being like in the middle between community and shopper, helping yeah. some companies, people to get through with some feedback, getting some information, getting help. So that's uh, for me, it's unbelievable how. You know this uh, transformation from, as you mentioned, just a group of people like saying, "So who is that guy? Who is that <laughs> guy?" Up to you know having the event in Poland right now, and like in two weeks we have event in the UK uh, organized yeah. by GPMD. So that shows that you know we really we really managed to 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 move forward with um, with some ideas and start to deliver. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. Cool, great, uh, Sander. Thank you very much. Uh, I know you're running for another meeting. Uh, <laughs> thank yeah, you for uh, We are recording during the day, during the during the event. So it was pleasure to see you to see you here and uh, and have a chance to to talk with you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. If you like this episode, please give us five stars, subscribe, and stay tuned for the next one. Shopware Unplugged is proudly sponsored by Ergonote. Modern open source PIM for the digital transformation era. Ergonaut empowers teams which enrich, manage and distribute the product catalogs. Find out more at ergonaut.com. This episode is sponsored by Shopworks e-commerce, a global top 10 shopware enterprise partner. Go to shopworks.nl and challenge us to push your boundaries in e-commerce.